Hey, York Alliance, welcome back to the York Alliance Daily for Friday, January 15th. Hope you're doing well. It looks like it may be a rainy one, but still a warm one for the middle of January. And so I hope you're uh, enjoying the weather and enjoying the days these days as uh, we move through the month of January. There's lots and lots going on, but I'd like to focus our hearts today on what it looks like for us to step into a weekend that includes Sabbath, even in the middle of the craziness of the world around us. So that may be schedule craziness for you, but that very well may be ideological craziness for you. It's um, uh, one of the byproducts of all that's happening in the news media and all that's happening in the world around us is that we have in the back of our mind this um, this constant movement of um, all that's happening as though we have any control over it. It's kind of a low-grade grade anxiety that many of us just live with. It's just a normal part of life. It's because we we hear the news and we see all that's going on. And if we're not constantly connected to the news, we're wondering what's going on as we're removed. And so there's this kind of sense of, um, of, of this low-grade anxiety that's there. And I was thinking about that as I was reading Psalm 16 this morning. And uh, Psalm 16 is a beautiful psalm, one of my very favorites. But I, I love... Um, verse 6, the psalmist says, David, as he's writing, says this, The lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Indeed, I have a beautiful inheritance. And then at the end of the psalm, verse 11, he says, You make known to me the path of life. In your presence there is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. That um, phrase that's translated lines, the lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. That can also be translated boundaries, and it can be understood to be uh, effectively rules. The, the, um, the path of God, the way of Jesus that's laid out before me, David is saying, that those things have fallen for me in pleasant places. I'm glad that the limits are where they are. And Sabbath is really a meditation on limits. From a work perspective, Sabbath is saying I'm going to take a 24-hour period and not work because I know that my work is not what keeps the world spinning. God is able to continue to keep the world moving in the time where I pause. But there's also a mental break of Sabbath, um, a, a, a removal of some of those passive pieces of uh, anxiety causing news and information where at the back of our mind we're, um, we're worrying or anxious about things that we have no control over. And Sabbath is an opportunity for us to step back from that and say, God's actually in charge. I don't need to watch the news today. I don't need to know the latest of what's going on in X, Y, and Z, whatever your issue is, because God is able because he's in control. And so when I take a 24-hour period, I recognize my limits. And what I think is fascinating about what David said is that the, the lines have fallen in pleasant places. I have a beautiful inheritance. He's not begrudging those limits. He's not pushing against those limits. He, he's saying, this is wonderful. This is good. This is a great reminder because when I'm in charge, there is a limit to what I can do and how well I can do it. But when God's in charge, it's limitless. God is beautifully capable. 
uh, and that last phrase, that last verse, you make known to me the path of life. In your presence, there is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. It's a great reminder that when we're in control, when we're in charge, we will always do it wrong. We will always be less than the fullness of joy. It doesn't mean that the short term doesn't feel good. When we're really busy, we have a really busy weekend ahead of us, a lot of things that are on the agenda for us because of some um, conflicts over the next couple weekends. So there's a bunch of stuff we're trying to shove in. And if we go all the way through and we don't Sabbath during that time, there would be an immediate sense of, ah, we got so much done. But the long-term soul drain and even the short-term immediacy of we got it done is less satisfactory, is less fullness of life than resting in the presence of Jesus. Now, that doesn't mean that all we do is rest. It means that for a period of time prescribed as a 24-hour period each week, we rest and by resting, we glorify God. We, we center our hearts and our affections on him. And so I want to encourage you as you come into this weekend, there's um, for all of us, all of you that are listening to this podcast, there are different things that are weighing on you. So maybe you have family things. We have some family stuff that's happening right now. That's just, that's just weighing. It's not bad necessarily. It's just, it's just weighs on us. Um, maybe it's the political situation. You're very tuned in to what's happening politically and the inauguration next week and uh, all that surrounds that, that's weighing on you from one side or the other. Maybe it's uh, the the COVID season and the restrictions, the uh, fact that we're not yet, hopefully very soon, not yet able to gather in person. Um, and maybe that's what's weighing on you or the the, on the other side, the questions of, is it safe for me to fill in the blank, whatever that is, hang out with that person, go to that store, engage in that activity, those, those things all weigh on us. And, and what I would say to you is wherever you are, the things that are weighing on you right now, consider what Sabbath looks like when you set those things aside just for a 24-hour period responsibility and our call, I would, I believe Genesis 127, the cultural mandate, the call that Jesus has given us, God has given us to fill the earth and subdue it, and that um, we are to be those who are taking an active role. I, I believe that we are called specifically to some activity, but we're also called to rest. We're also called to wait. We're also called to trust. Sabbath is seeking to balance those things. And if we're honest, most of us are out of balance on the other side. And so let's, with David, be able to say by the end of this weekend, the lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. I'm so glad that you have instituted limits to what I can do and how much I should strive so that I can wait and trust in you. And so I pray that would be the case for us this weekend. For many of us, that's going to be on Sunday where you have that time to rest. For me, that's going to happen a little earlier in the weekend. 
Um, but I pray that as you pause and as you breathe and as you focus your heart, as you maybe shut off the news feed for a period of time, shut off the worry for a period of time, uh, maybe even uh, considering like just writing something down and setting it off to the side and saying, God, I'm giving this to you for the next 24 hours until I can pick it back up again. Uh, uh, whether it's a symbolic act or an actual act, pausing and then gathering with us nine o'clock on Sunday morning for our live stream as we wrap up the Journeying Together series. Um, and then I would encourage you, if you are able, to invite <clears throat> some uh, friends, community group members, parts of your community to come and watch that live stream with you. Do that. You, sh- you can likely do that in safe ways. And um, if you're not able to do that, make a phone call, uh, send a text message, be connected. Use that time to journey together, to be with others. And so I pray that the grace and peace of the Lord Jesus Christ would rest upon you this weekend, transforming you inside, that what flows out of you would not be you, but it would be the Spirit of Jesus in you that's changing you increasingly into his likeness. Have a great day. Have a great weekend. Hopefully, I'll see you on the other side of the camera on a Sunday at 9 or sometime after that. And I'll look forward to being back with you again on Monday morning. Grace and peace to you.